Nigga, who gon' die for niggas? Where the, where the next group of DC snipers at? I promise you, my nigga, and I mean this with all my heart, if 10 black men woke up tomorrow and say, nigga, let's go and die for us in the name of us, the whole world will stop and let's listen. Let's get straight to it. Let's get right to it. Yeah. Come up. Cosmic. Five four billion T. Yeah. I get phone call, I get text messages Asking me what the next step is All the hate has been uneffective Boy, your mouth is just running reckless Lately, I've been feeling unaccepted I can go in more than one direction Prepare yourself for the unexpected It's made from plastic, go undetected I know it's hot, I'm the one who said it Could've won big, but you underbet it Face the fact you just knuckleheaded I could amorose so Yo, 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 it's JP on the FWM Podcast Follow me, the diary of the strong black people I'm here again in the rabbit hole And I want to Ask my people, my culture, my race, question. Why are we so quick to respond and react with emotion so quickly and negatively, like, towards our own so quickly? Like, I'm talking about immediately. And I asked that because approximately about anywhere from 9.15 to 10.30 on Saturday night, a man by the name Dion Primetime Sanders completely broke the internet with a decision to leave Jackson State University, HBCU, and take the job as the head coach on in Colorado. And immediately, social media exploded with emotion. And I mean, he started a shitstorm. Literally. I mean, a complete diarrhea storm into the world. And I just looked and seen on how hurt people were. And I can say hurt because if you pay attention to the things that people said, you can understand in our culture, they were literally hurt because hurt people hurt people. When you see the things that our own said about Dion, calling him from names of sellout, took the money, a liar, a scam artist. Those are words of scorn people because you can tell that they were hurt and scorned because there's no way in the world you had him so high on a pedestal like that and with so much respect for an individual and a man. And as soon as he looks to where he always was looking to. This has always been his plan. He has always had a plan to be at a power five school. But the first job didn't pan out the way that it was supposed to, to get the job. Jackson State was not the first choice. And this is the thing. I talked to a couple of my partners before I even came to the mic with this, you know, shout out to little cuz Asa, 
you know, and and and, and Lil Bradoon, you know, them boys definitely talking to them boys, man, you know, I have to, I have to sometimes kick it to some partners first to see where they heads at. Because one thing about it, man, you gotta have brothers and people around you, man, as black men, that we can have discussions and talk to uh talk about the things that's going on in this world and not younger age, you know, people would think that, you know, men talk is just always provocative or have their mind on females or what a hoes at or what's going on, this, that, and the other. You know, but when you step into your 30s and you have partners that you can really just talk to and you talk about what's going on in this world, improvement of life, self-improvement, self-growth, togetherness, it's a wonderful thing when you have dogs like that. And and it's always me, we may not always be on the same page or have the same views on certain things, man. But just to have that conversation and it doesn't get disrespectful. It doesn't get superheated to where it has to be foul language being passed back and forth with each other and disrespect, but to hold each other accountable. And that's a wonderful thing. And I appreciate them boys for that, you know, but I asked both of them, you know, why can't as a race, we be able to understand when it comes to business, you can't have emotion involved because do they, do our race really understand that they know it, but do they really understand it and understand that it will mess up a lot of things? It will turn everything sour when it comes to business and not understanding business has everything to do with your livelihood. And, you know, Doom was like, you know, I think they do know, but they don't really understand it because they can't. And I say that because this, this man decided and he said that he is going to bring awareness, which black folks love. You hear that all the time in campaigns or commercials or anything going viral. Awareness, awareness, awareness. We have Mental Health Awareness Month. We have all these Awareness Month something. So that's the biggest thing that Black folks hang on, awareness. He wanted to bring awareness of how it is a lack of funding and a lack of even effort to help HBCUs. And he mastered that. Then there's no amount of money in the world that a HBCU can have that could keep prime there because it, they, they don't have the budget. It's no way that they can give him a blank check and say, write your number there that they can afford them. But he came and said, you know what? Whatever that y'all can do. Give it to me. They gave him the max amount that they can give him. What did he turn around and do? He said, I'm going to show y'all something. He donated his salary back, some a portion of his salary back. And what did he do with it? He said, no, I'm not just going to give y'all the money back. What I'm going to do is we're going to put money towards a faculty to improve the facilities. Not only that, by breaking his contract, and leaving early, he has to pay the institution 
300K. So to be honest, when you say that he was leaving to take the bag, he paid the institution to coach them. And it's like, damn, y'all still unhappy. The man was really going, he was giving money to coach. It's like our culture want people. Yeah, he's rich. He don't need the money. But it's like, damn, just because someone's rich, they should just volunteer all the time. Our culture just wants someone to volunteer their time and just grow off of that. When this economy bills come every time, yes, he's rich. But then this proves a point that you can give all your time and volunteer Give your love to your culture, your race, your people that's less fortunate. And they're still not happy. They still want more from you. They're still not happy that amount that you gave. They want more from you because, nah, that was nothing. It's like, damn, what else you want? It's like our culture just keeps wanting people to give, 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 give. And you don't give anything else. Like you don't give anything back. You just keep receiving. Keep receiving. People hurt because he brought light and brought resources. And y'all are afraid that when he leave, the resources go with him. That just shows another portion that down. Everybody felt like our mind is we just there because he there. So you're thinking the resources is like we only here because you here. Like, no. The reason is not to bring the resources here and me just use them while I'm here and I'm taking them back. He's leaving them there. But again, you just want someone to give you something. You're not learning or taking in the sauce that he's given to use it. For if he does leave, he gave us something. Shout out to Booby, Untitled Podcast. Like He said something on... Uh, Facebook, man, that that really stuck out to me, too. It was like, you know, people acting like he's the only coach in the world. Like, there are more coaches out here. But it's like, y'all want the celebrity. See, y'all just operate off of what's, what's hot, what's trending. People only wanted to just rock with Jackson State because he was making it hot. He was making it look fun. Like, Jackson State has been there for a long, long time. As an HBCU, when you're looking at the, the, the football and the basketball, our culture only want to show up for homecoming when they have nine other games. And if they're good enough, they have a conference championship. But you only show up for homecoming. It's like you don't realize how you just dibble and dabble. You're not dedicated enough. Like he should put all his dedication in it. He should put all his time. And nobody else bring anything with it. Then you say, oh, he took the bag. He went to the white school and this, that, and the other. But don't even realize yet, watch his press conference. He told them, look, he told those white kids, hey, you might as well go ahead and hit the transfer portal. Because just like our culture is afraid of what's next, he knew in their eyes. They're afraid too. They know someone with the expectation of him coming to coach them. Oh, if you really ain't been working, it's going to show. So he told them, don't worry. I'm already a million steps ahead of you. 
I brought baggage with me. And they Louis bags. That mean he kept a promise that he was giving to those kids. The ones that was working hard while he was there and not just wanting to just be there because he's coaching. They worked hard and wanted to prove that playing for him, they wanted to go to the next level. So what he's going to do, he's bringing those players with him. 12, 10 to 15 players he's bringing with them. Now, again, people crying and whining and don't even realize he is exploiting how this transfer portal, how now black coaches are in the driver's seat because now you're able, if you have great influence, you're a great coach, these kids gravitate to you. They can jump into the transfer portal and not have to wait a year like they used to. There's no more eligibility rules. He can draft his players now. He can go and, huh, these kids are free agents. So if you're good enough, Prime going to pluck you and bring you with them. But everybody, so they wanted this man to rot at an HBCU when his whole plan was to go exploit the Power 5 team. Because just like he showed you, everybody was going to get comfortable. Not, and not only that, this is how sometimes our culture can get tunnel vision and, and show how we still will play against each other. Everybody wanted Prime to stay at that school. And what was going to happen? Everybody was going to come and want to play with him. All these other HBCUs have programs. It was going to get hard for them to recruit. So now you have one black man come and take over a whole conference that's supposed to be us and make them look bad. Some of those coaches been there for so long at some of those schools. Do you not understand rivalry games? Those are make or break games for coaches. If you can't beat your rival, it's certain teams that schools want to beat. There are certain teams schools build their team around each year to beat that school. There are some schools they can go, oh, and whatever. But that game that they play, that specific school, that is the one that counts for them. That is school pride. And if you can't beat that school, there are coaches that lose their jobs. He was about to put a lot of pressure on his own. And that was not his goal. His goal was to bring awareness and bring that together as a whole. Everybody come together. But then you see one of those games, it got so competitive. His, his own brother, another black coach, had an attitude and went off on him at the press conference. Calling, he ain't swat. He this and this, that. You see how quickly that turned into a rat race and how emotion came. That wasn't even competitive fire. That was hatred. He was mad because you leave it out on the field and you leave it there. After that game, y'all back cool. He took it from off the field. That's hatred. He, that was, that he, that his pride was crushed and emotion 
kicked in. We have people right now, I will see on Facebook, commenting about it. A couple of them graduated from an HBCU, got their bachelor's from an HBCU. Some of them going to getting a master's online at an HBCU, alumni, and don't donate. But seeing them Power Five schools, them alumni got pride. They don't just have pride to go back for homecoming or say, oh, I graduated from this school. No, no, no. They give money back. See, if we were to come together and you give back to your alumni as a as a HBCU, you know, a lot of them alumni that give back faithfully, they have a lot of say so in the program. Because you know why? Money talk, bullshit walk. If things are not going well in some of these top power five schools, well, those boosters, those alumni, oh, they threaten to take their checkbooks away. And they say, no, 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 no. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. So what you say we need to be doing? And they listen up. See, we don't have that power because a lot of y'all don't give back to the school that y'all graduated from. But a lot of y'all got degrees from these HBCUs and y'all not even in the field that y'all graduated from. So now you don't even feel appreciative of that school. Now, because you working for a different job that's out of your field and now you got student loans that you, you struggling to pay back. So now you like, well, I can't get back to that school because shit, I'm broke. You see how that happens? But y'all got so much power. Oh, he helping the HBCUs. All y'all want to do is just watch it. Yay. Oh, yeah, that's, hey, uh, we up, we up one. No, we not. This man is taking players and exploiting everything. And all y'all got to do is just step back and just pay attention. Just pay attention. Oh, dang. That's what's happening. Ooh, shit. But that messed up. Okay, so what we need to do, we need, we need to be doing this. Why didn't they complain then? Finding something to bellyache about. Here, sell out. Man, a lot of y'all in the jobs that y'all in right now, y'all can't even stand them jobs. And if it's another job, pay a dollar more. You out of there. Hey. It's just business. It's not personal. I, I got to think about myself. See, everybody just, and when it's personal, but from you, for your growth, oh, people got to understand. But for anybody else, it's like, damn, you leaving me hanging. But what else could he done for two years? Lost one game. Not only that. He brought his kids to the school and all his school, all his kids made the programs or whatever sport they playing, brought them W's and brought them hype. Not only, not only did he, his kids played on the teams and they didn't just play because they Dion's son or daughter. No, 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 no. Oh, them Sanders kids, they standing out. You See, everybody's so focused on themselves and not even realize that's what a man, a provider, a protector, and a father does. He's not only taking care of his kids 
and making sure they excel. Man, he's taking on hundreds of other people's kids and being a mentor. Even to the little boys that have their fathers in their life, these men feel like they're doing their best to be the best father figure to their child. But they're submitting to another man and saying, well, sh- man, they look up to him. I know they'll listen to him. He'll listen to him too. I know he'll get them back. I'll be telling them the same thing, but I know he's going to listen to you. It's like, damn, when can somebody rest? When can somebody enjoy just a thank you? It's what have you done for me lately? Give me some more. That man has done all of that. And it's still something. He's still, he sold out. After he has paid the school to coach, he's paid the school to coach. Goddamn, the man, he is doing payday of five fucking million dollars. Goddamn. Can somebody be blessed? That man gave a blessing to them. God blesses people who bless people and do it for the goodness of their hearts and don't look for anything in return. That man has never looked for anything in return for being a mentor and a father figure to these kids. That man goes into people's living rooms and look their grandmamas and their mamas in the face, even have to look into some of those boys, and it's a small few, but some of those boys' fathers, and have to ask another man, trust me with your baby boy. How many men? It's already a slim portion of men who are in their kids, and especially their sons' lives, not just as a co-parent, but mostly in the house with their sons, raise their sons from babies to that 18-year-old boy that's about to go off to college and be away from you for the first time, that you had to just hear the words from another man, say, I got your baby boy, I got him. Trust me, that you got to lay your pride to the side and your ego as a man and trust your baby boy with another man. As a single mother, all you know is your baby boy. His father wasn't never there. All you, you burped him. You raised him. You, you heard his first words. You taught him how to walk. You potty trained him. You was at every after school program. You was at every sporting event. With your t-shirt saying, that's my boy, number one fan. You did all of that. And when it's finally time for him to go off to school, you have to trust this man that's sitting in your living room that he said, mama, I got your baby boy. Trust me. I got him. Not even just in state. But what if that boy got to come from two states over? That you ain't in driving distance to get to him if something happened. It's racking your brain that you don't know that you're thinking about the worst case scenarios that can happen if you're not around. But if you're around, things can go better. So or because you're quickly there to be able to get to him. But since you know it's so far away, you're thinking the worst. So you got to lay your pride down, your ego down and say, I trust that boy with my. With the man, because he never had a man figure before. I'm trusting that this be the first one to help me with my boy. Man, that's a hero. A black hero. That's a black Superman. 
But y'all would trust black men that don't even mean no good. You trust black politicians that lie to you all the time. You say, Dion sold you a false dream. Nah, nah, nah. He didn't. If you can't believe that that's strictly business, you best to believe politics ain't nothing but business. How can you believe this politician and when they lie, it was like, ah, they just can't pass the law. But Dion just lied. But you think Dion lied to your face? When coaching is nothing but stepping stones, our culture wants someone to stay there forever and rot and die. But then you complain that people hold high positions hostage. How hypocritical does that sound? You wanted this man to be there for forever. But you complain about certain other people that like, dang, it's, his time is over. His reign is over. Let somebody else be in charge. It's because of who we like. We dictate a lot of stuff. There we go with emotion again. We pick people to be in certain positions, not because we know they can do it. It's because we like them. That is not how you handle business. That is why every time you keep voting, it don't go right. Because you're trying to like these politicians. You're trying to like these people and think because you like them, well, they can go there and not with what they really can do for you. Not only that you like Dion, you knew. You had it in your heart that he was going to deliver. You just had it in your heart that he was going to deliver. His charisma, his energy, it just gives you hope. You, will, you just hear him speak. You want to run through a wall. Sounds familiar? For eight years, you watched, you listened and watched Obama do the same thing. You were caught in the words, but you don't know how to distinguish bullshit and what's the real truth. You just get caught up in all words that sound good. You don't even know who's the fake, who's the real, because you just caught up on sweet nothings. That man is a hero. He going to bring his son. Man, in 72 hours, that man down flipped three other athletes from another school and one of the receivers that was going to leave this year, he has changed his mind. In 72 hours, we ain't even had the national championship game yet, nor the playoffs. And he ride here making some moves. It's niggas right now who thinking about going to play with Prime, and they already on a championship team. How powerful is that? It's some niggas at Georgia right now like, boy, I ain't want to go to Jackson State, but he's still D1, D1. Colorado, that shit sound good. Kirby Smart better tighten the hell up. Nick Saban, that was a chess match with, with Prime. I'm going to get you one way or another, Saban. That man is doing, you got to realize, me personally, and I tell people all the time, everything that I do is intentional. Meaning, I don't do anything spur of the moment. Everything that I do, I know I want it to do. I've thought it out, I've pondered on it, and I did it because I wanted to do it. Everything is intentional. 
ain't, it's never, I ain't mean to do that. Unless I miss and stumble, trip up, and fall on you, hit you by mistake. That's the only thing, oh man, my bad, I ain't mean to do that. But I ain't gonna never, I ain't mean to say that. Nah, cause I meant to say that now. How you took it, my bad. I'm, cause, cause now you gotta be careful about your delivery with some folks because with emotion. So, well, damn, my bad, I guess. In my mind, I guess I could have said it a lot softer, my, my blow. But what I said, I meant it. I meant that. I'm very intentional about a lot of things. Everything. Everything that he's doing is intentional and it is a method to his madness. Y'all better get on board and just watch it. This is about to be magic. That your emotions and your disrespect is clouding your logic. Watch what he do. Stop feeling like he owe y'all something. He don't owe our race nothing. He has given our race more hope. Because that's all. That's that's that we've been living off hope since we we got more hope now that since 2008. That is it's our hope, 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 hope. But man, he has shown us a blueprint. He has left resources. Use them. Find another coach and you. He has even advocated for the staff that's there still to stay together and just promote within. That he left them. Bruh, Prime has built a lot of academic success. That is one thing that he stands on. He even opened up a school. And even with that, he left it to some folks and they drove it completely down to shits. And he had to take the hit for that. So he almost missed out on the job with Colorado because they were saying, hey, academics is not first, which that is in his mind. But going back to the school that he had his name on, the people that was there that was supposed to be handling that type of stuff wasn't handling it the correct way. How can you look? We know good and well Prime wasn't no dean there. He was there all the time. He coaching. He left that for his people to run and to have something. And what did his people do? They let him down. See, he keeps giving. He keep giving. Keep giving to his home. And look what y'all keep doing to him. Stabbing him in the back. How much more do you want this man to give? Because that's all he doing. Giving, giving, giving. And you take it, take it, take it, and spitting in his face. When we want somebody to do what we want them to do, not what's supposed to be done, what can be the best thing that can be done for you, what you want. Sometimes what you think is the best is not always the best. Sometimes you got to take a step back from yourself and say, hmm, hey, maybe I do need to change something up. Maybe I knew him to do something a little different. Boy, but it take a nice, stern talking to yourself to put your pride to the side. Put your pride to the side. I'm telling you, that's what need to be done. But, you know, like I said, man, shout out to my dogs, man, for keeping me in line when, when it comes to, man, 
having things that we can bounce off each other. And, and I definitely appreciate that. Um, guys, continue to follow the Instagram, you know, FWM underscore podcast. You know, thank you for continuing to help me out on TikTok. You guys are really, you know, with the requests and the follows and um, definitely the the feedback that I'm getting with, you know, reels and things like that. I really, I, I really appreciate all my listeners that, uh, that I have been gaining and the ones that's been sticking around for the longest. I appreciate it. You know, 2022 has been a, a, a great learning experience for me. The second half of 2022 has been a complete grind. And um, I owe it to all of you. Everybody keeps coming back, listening. So it keeps pushing me to continue to put great content out. Because obviously, yes, I have a, a very straight in your face delivery. But no matter what, a lot of people have been, you know, that's just that's just Justin. That's just JP. You know, he, he going to tell us some shit we don't want to hear, but we need to hear it. And I appreciate a lot of you for understanding that. Understanding that and still sticking by me, still tolerating it because, you know, I do everything out of love and, and care. I would never say anything to you to degrade you or to, to belittle you. Everything is always out of love and I'm never one that does not accept the same thing. Whatever that you have an issue or you have a concern, you know, I've always invited anybody. I, I love criticism because it. I take criticism and I build off of it. I build off of it. I pride myself into bettering every day, no matter what the criticism is. I take a lot of feedback from a lot of people and then I, I, I analyze it. I take the good out of it, bad, I throw it out. And some of it, you, I have to really swallow my pride and swallow that heavy pill and be like, damn, they right. All right. You got to change that up because I'm very stubborn. I'm very stubborn because I believe I stand down on what I say. When I say I'm going to do something or I feel the way that I feel, I stand on it. And I don't let anybody, my mama, my daddy, you know, the pastor, you know, even God himself. We have talks. We talk. And I ask him like, OK, so break it down to me. So you serious? All right. Now, I, I trust you, but I, I just want you to talk me through this because you're telling me I got to do OK. What's up? I know you told me I got to do it. I ain't asking you why. I ain't questioning you, but let me know. I know everything you're telling me I got to do, how I move because you're the creator. All right. But let's talk. Let's talk. Let me let me express to you. You know my heart, but I just want to talk to you about it. Let me tell you why. I made this decision. Why I went that way? Guide me. Because, hey, you gonna, you say you're going to guide my footsteps. Guide me. Tell me why I went wrong when I, why I said I went this way. I know you're telling me the right way to go. I went this way. Tell me why I made that decision. Tell me, tell me what I can improve where I don't make that decision anymore. So no matter what, I'm, I stand 10 toes down no matter what or who it is. But the TikTok also, FWM, 
uh, underscore podcast. Once again, I appreciate you guys listening. Y'all definitely got my plays going up sky high. Thank you. Uh, my downloads, y'all have really been a blessing to me, and I, I can't thank you enough, you know. And it's JP on the FWM podcast. Bye with me. You had me at hello. Could never make you happy, girl. It must be the devil. She got some things on her chest right now I bet she looking at my text right now So hit me back, don't do me back like that Can't take you back if you in the past like that On the reason why you been in your back like that Don't get this shit confused You lied to me, I won't believe you again But bitch, you never see me again Came in my life and now you leaving again Telling me beautiful lies Don't break my heart Tell me beautiful lies mm-hmm. I want to believe you when you say That you always love me that way Tell me beautiful lies Beautiful lies What can I say to you? Nothing I can take back You're getting farther from the right track And I'm in this place with you Oh, every day it's like you're on attack And we can't keep getting down like that Cause we be falling out You keep f***ing up You apologize and I suck it up I just stick around Try to toughen up Is the love enough? You're telling me beautiful